Thanks for tuning in to the Gist of It podcast, the honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching, with your host, Chris Piercy. How to stop overthinking starting today. Literally no one chooses to overthink. It's one of the most unpleasant experiences going when your brain is just racing. It can be the smallest thing that triggers it. For instance, you might be, you know, all of a sudden you really need the toilet and then suddenly you start thinking, oh, what if I didn't get to the toilet? And then you start thinking back to a time when maybe you didn't get to the toilet, like for instance, when you were eight and there were a Halloween party with all your friends and you wet yourself in front of everyone. Not that that happened to me. Sound familiar? I don't mean the Halloween thing, that would be oddly specific. And if there is you, then you have my sympathy. No, I mean the, the thing where your brain just starts rolling around with thoughts that are racing through your head. If that resonates with you and that makes sense and you would like to stop that feeling, then you're in the right place. In this video, I'm going to be sharing with you 10 uh, different ways in which you can stop yourself from overthinking straight away. Number one, stop calling yourself an overthinker and stop calling yourself a worrier. I mean, the labels that we put on ourselves really do have a huge impact on how we then interact with people and ourselves moving forwards. Like, for instance, in school, the class clown then feels like they have to play up. You know, the person that gets called the funny one or the fun one feels under pressure to then maintain that kind of personality of being funny or fun and you know, perhaps then won't discuss their problems. So the little labels that we place on ourselves or are placed onto us by others do actually affect us. So... If you kind of say to your friends or say to family, oh, I'm a bit of a worrier, stop it. Honestly, seriously, have a think to yourself. How is that possibly helpful to you? How is that possibly helping you to overcome this issue where you're kind of overthinking? So rather than saying I'm an overthinker or I'm, an, um, I'm a worrier, you can change it to I am worrying at the moment. I am overthinking at the moment. So stop using these labels on yourself. Trust me. Number two, stop thinking, start solving. Our brains are so powerful, but only if we use them in the right way. So if you start thinking about something and then you think about the impact of that and then what someone might think, then what someone might say, and you're kind of going down that route, that isn't getting you any closer to the getting that problem solved. In fact, it's doing quite the opposite. It's putting all of your brain power into meh which isn't a word, but it's going into absolute nothingness, which isn't actually going to help you get any further. So if you can catch yourself when you're overthinking and say, am I actually thinking about something which is going to get me closer to a solution, or am I just thinking a load of crap? And if you're thinking a load of crap, stop yourself and say, what could I do, what could I think about to help myself right now? Number three is to distract yourself. Really good thing to do, because if our brains are thinking and overthinking, then they are busy, they want stuff to do. So if you've been told before by people, oh, well, you've just got to like do some mindfulness, so you've got to do some, some meditation. It's like, yeah, you try and meditate or do some mindfulness when it feels like there's a racing car going round and round and round your head that's been ridden by a horse. You know, it's basically impossible when the brain is going that fast just to sit there and go, I'm just going to chill out now because the brain just keeps going and going and going. So rather than trying to kind of 
you know, stop it dead. It's actually much better to go, hey brain, there's a shiny thing over here. Oh, look at that. Do something that is gonna occupy your mind, whether that's a physical activity such as running or kind of weightlifting or whatever, or whether it's something, you know, mentally like taxing, like a crossword puzzle or a Rubik's cube, or, you know, you can do something creative, you know, do some writing, something like that, but do something that's just gonna get you out of your own head. Number four, this is so simple as well. Stop judging yourself for thinking. I mean, seriously, you're human, you're gonna think. And you get, if you've got an issue in your life, you're gonna think about it. So all that time that we can, we can beat ourselves up and say, oh, shut up, stop thinking, oh, shut up brain. You know, you can do that sort of thing. How does that help you? It just makes you feel rubbish, so like you're kind of hating on yourself and beating yourself up. You're human, you're gonna think about this sort of thing. So just give yourself a bit of a break and say, yeah, I'm thinking about that thing that's bothering me at the moment. It's fine. Give yourself a break. Honestly, the more you fight it, the more you will feed it and the worse it will seem. So just stop fighting it and stop beating yourself up. And on a similar note, number five, like stop judging the thoughts that you're having as well. I mean, our brains can think absolutely anything, literally anything whatsoever. But no one's ever been like put in jail for wanting to punch their annoying boss in the face. If you have been wronged by someone and then you want to you kind of start thinking about wishing harm on them, that doesn't make you a bad person, that makes you human because your brain kind of starts thinking about revenge and stuff like that. Having thoughts and acting on thoughts are two very, very separate things. One's over here, one's over here. They're very, very different things. And you know, just because you think, something, oh, I thought that means I'm, I'm an awful person. That doesn't, you just add a thought, you know? There's no thought police at the moment. Um, having thoughts about anything is absolutely fine. It's acting on them that's the problem. So if you think something, even something really dark, just say, that's fine. I, I had a thought. Sue me. No one has to know about it. And whilst we're on the subject of thoughts, number six is remind yourself that your thoughts are not, not facts in any way. So just because you think something doesn't mean it's factual. And I could say that, you know, I could, I'm thinking that foxes are green, or I'm thinking that, you know, Beyonce is absolutely hideous. Now, none of those things then automatically become true just because I'm thinking them. They're just some things I'm thinking or some words that I'm saying. Thoughts and facts are very different. So if you're caught in a moment where you're kind of thinking all this stuff and your brain's going around, catch a thought and just say to yourself, hang on a minute, this thing that I'm thinking right now, is there actually any evidence to support that whatsoever? And if it hasn't got any evidence, if there's no like truth behind what you're thinking whatsoever, let's go, well, I'm gonna stop thinking this now because it's not true and it's wasting my time and it's making me feel like shit. So we're gonna put that in the bin for now. Number seven, um, you're not Darren Brown. And if you don't know who Darren Brown is, he's a um, British mind reader, famed for knowing what people are thinking. And you are not one of those, well, if you are, just ask yourself, do I know what people are thinking all of the time or any of the time? Do I actually know categorically what someone is thinking? If the answer is yes, then go and get yourself a stage show. If the answer is no, then stop thinking that stuff. Because so much worry and overthinking and angst comes from the idea of, oh, they are gonna find out this about me and then they're gonna think this and then they're gonna do that. You don't know that. Like, sometimes people will really surprise you with you know, what their thought process is when they find out something. So you know, just saying, oh, I know they're gonna think that. No, you don't. You don't know anything. And if you do, then go and get your stage show. If not, shut up.
I wasn't being rude, but stop pretending you know what people think because you don't. Number eight, almost similar, but stop projecting. Now, if you don't know what projecting is, it's the idea of putting your own thoughts about yourself into someone else's head, it's not by like some sort of mind ray. But a uh, good example, let's say that you've um, someone's come out of a relationship and as a result of that relationship, they are then feeling very unattractive and they're feeling uh, very unlovable. Then some time passes and they decide they're going to get back on the dating scene and they you know, meet someone on a well-known dating app and they start chatting to them and then they send a photo of themselves and then all of a sudden that person, it feels like that other person's gone, they sent the photo's gone quite quiet, they've kind of, they've cooled off a little bit. Now, what happens then, what can happen then, is that because that person starts thinking that they aren't very attractive and they aren't very lovable, they say, oh, well, I sent a photo of myself and I thought I looked good in that photo, but then they've kind of pulled away and they're not talking as much. So that must mean that they think that I'm not lovable and they think I'm not attractive. Then I'm obviously I'm not lovable, I'm not attractive. What happens is because you believe that to be true, that then feeds into kind of reassert the fact that you are unlovable and unattractive or whatever it might be. So this is a cycle that goes around. It's not like a cycle, to be honest. It's more of a spiral that goes down because the, the more something is reasserted to ourselves, the more that we believe it. So the more that we project, the worse we're going to feel about ourselves. A huge amount of overthinking comes from living in what-if land. What-if land doesn't actually exist. It's a, a land of infinite possibilities that doesn't exist because it's in the future and the future doesn't exist yet. Ooh, spooky. But the idea is that if you are getting into your own head saying, well, what if this happens? And then that would mean that, and then this, and before you know it, you're, you, you know, you've got your brains and you're selling a kidney just to, you know, just to have a Weetabix or whatever. When you say, so, well, what if this happens? Okay, fine, think that, ask yourself that, but only if you're also happy to ask yourself, well, what if it didn't happen? Because the things that we say, oh, what if this happened? They are normally statistically very, very, very unlikely. You know, this aren't gonna happen. And whatever happens will happen. But sitting there going, oh, what if this happened? And what if this happened? And what if this happened? And trying to create some sort of action plan for every conceivable possibility is exhausting. And you end up just having a, a mental fight with an imaginary scenario or multiple imaginary scenarios most of which gravitate towards things being pretty crap. So you're ending up fighting these powerful imaginary demons in your head, which are based in the future. And if any of them happen, only one can actually happen. So you're just gonna exhaust yourself and make yourself feel rubbish. So stop doing that. So what do you do instead? Well, ask yourself, do I know the future? And if you do, then can you like sort it out for me and sort it out for the rest of the world and just kind of point us in the right direction so we know what to do. If in all likelihood you don't know the future, stop putting so much onus on it because it's just gonna make yourself feel crap. Number 10, uh, let go of the things that you can't control. Now this is one of the hardest things to get your head around and is you know, very, very difficult, which is why I've left it to last. There's, there's two things which we can control. We can control our thoughts and our actions. There's so many things that people like to worry about which are not in that kind of, that's kind of very small bubble. The past, someone's opinion of you, what someone else thinks, what anyone else says or does. When someone messages you back, how people interpret what you've said or done, that's a good one. Uh, other people's happiness, the future, the weather, anything that isn't our thoughts or our actions. 
happenings. You cannot control any of that, and that is stuff that we like to worry about. So what do we do about this? So when you notice that you're thinking or overthinking about something, just try and grab a thought, or just maybe just take a step back and look at the whole situation and go, okay, right, what can I control here? And then maybe even write down what you can control in this situation. And once you've done that, you can say to yourself, okay, well, what can I can what can I do about this now? I've got these things I can control. If there's, there probably isn't very much. I've got these things I can control. Right? What can I do about this? I don't know why I'm looking at an imaginary list here. Uh, and write down the things that you can actually do about the situation, and then do them. And then, you know, by your own admission, you have to, have to say you've done everything you can about that situation. And then put it out of your head. Use any of the other, you know, tactics I've just said to, you know, stop yourself thinking all of this stuff because you've done everything you can do about it. So what, what else is there left to do? Nothing. One or two of the things that I've just gone through will have resonated with you. The other one might have gone straight over your head or you just didn't like for whatever reason. But one or two of them hopefully have resonated with you on some level. So as soon as you notice yourself overthinking, use one or two of these different tactics to stop yourself from overthinking. Well, the trick here is to actually start noticing when you are overthinking. Now, this may or may not happen very, very quickly, and it doesn't matter when it happens. You may be overthinking for an hour before you notice that you're overthinking, but that's fine. Then the next time you start overthinking, hopefully it will be less than an hour before you notice, and hopefully within you know, half an hour or something like that. But noticing yourself overthink is a skill, and it's a skill because it's a skill, which you can get better at by repetition. So if you keep noticing yourself overthinking and then combat the kind of overthinking with some of the tactics I said or something else, whatever it might be, and then just keep that cycle going. That's the cycle that actually feeds into itself, but in a positive way. So you will get better and better. The better you get at noticing, the more you will kind of stop yourself from overthinking and then the better you'll get at noticing again. And it's kind of this thing where success with it will breed more success and you'll get better and better and better at it. So that is how you stop yourself overthinking. Now, if you've enjoyed this video, then you can download an anxiety cheat sheet at bit.ly forward slash anxiety cheat sheets. And there is a link appearing here, unless I forget to do it, in which case it's just a weird action. Or if you're really interested in getting control of your anxiety and reducing it, then you can uh, get my course, which is called Anxiousness to Awesomeness. It is a four-week online course, and details of that are in the, uh, the kind of text, which is, and also put a link uh, also here. Um, that was weird. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed this. Like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together.